It's me, David Webb, and here's a highlight from today's show on Sirius XM Patriot. All right, candidate Carousel, once again, uh, we're covering as many of the races as we can, uh, bringing you the candidates, asking the questions, letting you hear from them. Leora Levy is a candidate for U.S. Senate in the state of Connecticut, you know, the very same state that elected a known liar about his Vietnam deployment uh, into the Club of 100. So let's talk with Leora, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, and please correct me if I'm not, but her website is L-E-O-R-A-4-C-T. I'm sure you recognize that, ctforconnecticut.com. And uh, she joins me now. Good morning. How are you, Leora? Good morning, David. I'm fine, and you pronounced my name perfectly. Thank you very much. It doesn't always happen, so I always try to check and make sure I've got it right. So, you know, let's dive into this. Aside from my general disgust for those in Connecticut who voted for Blumenthal, a known liar to put him in the U.S. Senate. Uh, Let's talk issues and path to victory and how you take on what is a well-established Democrat uh, establishment. Uh, Well-established establishment is a little bit of a redundant phrase, but uh, a well-set Democrat establishment in Connecticut to win a seat. Well, this is a, a, an incredible cycle for Republicans. The issues that are driving those low poll numbers for Biden are driving low poll numbers here in Connecticut for Blumenthal and Biden. Those issues cut across party lines, issues of parental control, the, the masking and the vaccination in, in, and imposed vaccination uh, mandates for children, uh, the indoctrination of children rather than than the education of children, the increasing crime rate, because here in Connecticut, they defunded the police and removed their qualified immunity. All of those issues, uh, including the invasion at our southern border, because what's happened is that every single state is now a border state. They are flying illegals to Westchester County Airport, which is five miles from my house. They're coming in the middle of the night. They're putting them on buses, taking them to the local Costco. Uh, there, they, there are cars waiting, and they get into the cars, and they disperse. So every I mean, single state is a border state today. The, the Biden administration's efforts are well documented, and your point about it being five miles from your home, uh, what they're doing in these states, five miles from so many Americans' homes or closer and wherever they send them throughout the country. We can go through a, litten, uh, a list of issues with this administration and the Democrat Party. And I think it would be recognizable. You've mentioned some key ones, parental rights and more, the economy, a big issue, inflation, all these things. Now let's turn to the solutions that you uh, believe in, that you're putting forward if you were elected to the Senate. And understandably, you know, there's a little difference, of course, between the Senate and the House of Representatives. 
uh, for Republicans, even if uh, they were to take a few seats, they would not have an overwhelming majority in a Senate that is often a problem when it comes to dealing with key issues for Americans. So policies on the table. Let's talk about the economy and how you see yourself performing in the Senate if you're elected. Well, thank you for that question. Um, On the economy, we must stop the spending. It is the we have a we do not have a revenue problem in this country. We have a spending problem. And that started with the one point nine trillion dollar so-called American relief plan that just put so many government spending dollars in circulation. Classic economics 101 definition for inflation is too many dollars chasing too few goods. Too few goods exacerbated by the supply chain issues created by the Biden administration as well. Um, And also from my economics 101 training, every dollar of government spending crowds out private investment. Small businesses are having a very hard time borrowing money now at higher rates. Um, people are having a hard time buying homes. Prices of homes are up, and, and so are, but so are the mortgage rates. Now they're having to pay interest rates over 5% for the first time. This, this is for the first time in many years, I should say. This is hurting every single American and every single American business. Um, we we must stop the spending. We we must in, let the private sector run and flourish. And, and what's happening is we're killing it. Also, what Biden did with energy the first day in office, uh, canceling the Keystone Pipeline, canceling all leases and all exploration on public lands. That hurt us. We were energy independent. We were a net exporter. The only one this helped was um, was Putin. With high energy prices, he's been able to finance this disgraceful and barbaric war in Ukraine. Arguably one of the problems in the Senate, and you highlight a number of issues that we do need to address in this country, is that you have a leadership that seems disconnected from a policy perspective from what the American people need. And it's a frustration with many uh, that in the Senate, uh, we rarely see action taken that is beneficial, tax policy perspective, economic policy, uh, more deals are made than conservative policies are put forward. And as a freshman member, you'll go in and contend with a well-entrenched Republican leadership. Do you intend to buck the leadership on what they have failed to do uh, to work on conservative policies? Well, David, I am a principled conservative, and anybody who knows me knows that I've never been afraid to buck the leadership in any endeavor which I've pursued. I am a disruptor when it comes to that status quo. And the good thing is that many of the Republicans in the in the Senate already know me. Um, I've been a national Republican political leader for years. I'm the Republican National Committee woman from Connecticut. I sit on the executive committee of the RNC. I've been on 
um, finance committees for four presidential campaigns. I've, I've also been on the finance committees for the National Republican Senatorial Committee and the Congressional Committee. Many of the senators have been in my home. And um, when I do get there, they know that they can work with me. They know that I am a reliable conservative vote for Republican policy and that, that I'm a principled person. I, I am not an insider by any means. And um, what you see is what you get. And I will be standing very strongly for conservative economic principles, conservative um, values, our Judeo-Christian values, and and that's the person I am. I guess Leora Levy, candidate for U.S. Senate in Connecticut, running in the Republican primary to take on uh, Richard Blumenthal. And, uh, you know, I I make it no secret. I've said it from day one. This is one of my least favorite politicians on the planet. He, He has delivered very little for Connecticut. He's a disgrace. Uh, to the uniform he once wore. He has lied about his deployments, but yet the people of Connecticut came out and voted him into office. So, you know, should you win the primary, your challenge is to reach those voters. There are There is a registration difference and an advantage for Democrats uh, in Connecticut. How do you get to those voters who are willing to step out and vote for a known liar? Well, David, while there are more Democrats registered, there are even more independents registered. There are also 600,000 Hispanic voters in Connecticut. I am Cuban. My, I, I escaped Cuba and Castro's communist revolution with my mother and sister. And I am reaching out to those people as we speak, to all all people, but, but Hispanic voters, because I can speak to them in Spanish. It's my first language. I was very involved with the opening of the Republican National Committee Engagement Center for African American and Hispanics here in Connecticut, the first one in New Britain, Connecticut. And um, I am working in all communities in order to bring our policies, our common sense policies that are better for their families, better for their children, provide opportunity for all people to succeed. Um, everybody wants the same thing in Connecticut. We want our children to be educated. We want our children to have opportunity. We want opportunity to work ourselves so that we can succeed and provide for our families. Th- these are universal values. They, they are not Exclusive to, to one group of people or the other. And that's the way we will win this election. So when it comes to the next steps for your campaign between now and the primary, what's your path? I mean, we're talking about the voters and the registrations and, you know, all of those things, how you convert votes matter in Connecticut. But what's the path to victory? Are Is your team ready to take on and continue a statewide primary, or rather a statewide race, when you're up against Hartford, New Haven, 
for example, well-entrenched areas of the state, uh, but you need to not only hit the suburbs, but you need to hit those areas. It's not just New Britain, which I guess you can call it a suburb of, of sorts on the seacoast, but no, to get a, into those an, cities. Actually, New Britain, and it, it is a, a town. It is a primarily Democrat town with a large Hispanic population, but a Republican mayor. Yeah. No, no, I, I, I hear you. So, okay, so a Republican mayor, but on a statewide race. Let's talk statewide race. Again, when I look at the numbers, the registration, the voting, the propensity voters, uh, you've got a big challenge. And again, I'll mention New Haven, uh, Hartford, of course. Uh, you can probably even put Stamford as a voting block in there, you know, Greenwich, those areas. There are heavy Democrat voters, and they show up. Well, the interesting thing is in the municipal elections last November, Republicans picked up 20 towns. We, we govern more towns than the Democrats at this, at this point, and, we, and people understand that our policies are improving their lives. Um, I plan to take that same message across the state. I also um, have been active. I was asked to speak at an African-American Baptist church in Norwalk, Connecticut, and I went. I was the only Senate candidate that showed up there. Um, I have been involved with certain with groups to improve the lives of African-Americans in Bridgeport and, in, and all over the state. And I will continue to do so because I, I care about everyone. Everybody need we need to lift everybody up. And I will take my message to every community and every town and city in the state. Well, I wish you luck. I really mean that, Leora. It's a tough battle. Good for you for getting into it. I want Blumenthal out of the Senate. I don't care if you're a Republican or Democrat. Uh, I've been nothing but public about him. I'm the son of a Vietnam veteran, and he's a disgrace to every Vietnam veteran before you even get to his service or lack of it in the U.S. Senate. Uh, the website, Leora4CT.com. Leora Levy, candidate for U.S. Senate in the Republican primary in Connecticut. Thank you. Thank you very much, David. It was great to talk to you. You can join me live on The David Webb Show Monday to Friday, 9 to noon east on Sirius XM Patriot 125.